0: Hello, hello, welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast, powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. We are a proud part of the Riot Network. Encourage you to check out our network mates, the Keep Pound Den Podcast, the Roaring Riot Podcast, One Day Contract. We have every pod if you like the Panthers and you're not listening to One Day Contract, Keep Pound Den, and Roaring Riot Podcast. What are you even doing with your life? Like, there's nothing else that you should be doing except for listening to podcasts all day long on the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina, and sitting right here to my right, ninety degrees. I know everybody likes the update on uh, what angle you're sitting away from me. Right. Zach Luttrell, ringleader of the Roaring Riot.
1: Hello, hello, man. I'm uh, I'm feeling good. Yesterday, we got all of our away game trip packages out fairly smoothly yeah Uh, we we tend to get better and better every year so this was the best so far Um, so that feels good to get them out there and to see people excited about traveling to the games Um, and then today to come in and have a special guest here in the office and I'm not going to tell you who he is I'm not going to steal his intro shine Mm -hmm. I'll let him do that (laughs) Uh, but you know we're excited to have the conversation today
0: Uh, yeah we're we're very excited we'll get right into it because nobody likes hearing us talk nobody's really listening to the it is what it is podcast for Josh Klein or Zach Luttrell (laughs) they're here to talk to number 27 cornerback for the Carolina Panthers number 27 in your programs number 1 in your hearts Kevon Seymour is here all thank right. you so much
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks What's going for joining all, us y'all? Keyvon. man thanks for having me man
0: Our pleasure our pleasure so we were talking a little bit not to take you behind the curtain before we were talking a little bit Chick-fil-A versus Bojangles oh, yeah, let's man. just jump right into it cuz now that we're on tape we're going to put the the screws to you on, uh, <laughs> on what kind of because you moved down here. You grew up in California.
2: Grew up in California, Pasadena, California.
0: You were in Buffalo for a yep. year, and then you came down here. Yes. What, what do you think of, of Bojangles versus, like, Chick-fil-A, churches, pop, like, all the pop other pie. chicken places?
2: Man, so I'm a food guy, man, so I love them all.
1: Yeah. You know <laughs> – Chick Fil A, loaded fries.
0: Oh, they do have the best man, fries. Man,
2: oh my god. Yeah, I can. Those are I, the ones we go there and get fries. I always then.
1: pick it up for my family, then drive home, and I'm like, let me just get <laughs> one little waffle fry on the road. And by the they time I get know, to my house, like half of them are gone, and I have yeah. to explain go it to my kids why there's only
0: four French fries left.
2: Yeah, that's I'm the same type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sad to say, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what uh, What sauce are you when you go to Chick Fil A? Oh, Chick Fil A <laughs> sauce all yeah. day, man. with a little barbecue,
2: you know, here and there, but Chick Fil A.
0: Every now and then I'm Polynesian, but that's just if I'm feeling, like, fancy. Okay, but, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a big – Change uh, it up a little. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce is where it's at. So, Kevon, one of the reasons we brought you on the show, is we wanted to really, like, talk to you a little bit about, um, about you know, what introduced you to Carolina Panthers fans. Because you've been here for two years. You were traded here on the day before the season started, essentially. Like, the first week one, exactly. right? Exactly.
2: Week one. First weekend, you know, I had to get my feet wet right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I remember. I never forget. Forty uh, Niners. We, we went. Uh, we went down there. Uh, James Bradbury and Earl got hurt. <laughs> 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 so I'm on the sideline. Like, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah. And coach, <laughs> coach Rock and coach Fuller were like, hey, hey, man, we brought you here because we believe in you. Yeah. Like, let's go. It's my first week there. Yeah, welcome. You know. Welcome to the Panthers. Welcome to the Panthers. I'm like, all right, <laughs> you know, I got this. So me and Cap. Yeah. You know, Captain Running had to go to the corner. And Cat's kind of like, yeah, I got the left side. I go to the right. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right, for sure. Man, I forgot about that. I mean, that yeah, was a cause pretty low-scoring game, up. too, yeah, right? Yeah, they start – James and uh, Daryl. they start cramping up and stuff. So, I had to go out there. And, I, you know, I was surprised. We was only in for a play at corner. Yeah. They came out. They went in, got some IVs. By the time we was back on defense, you know, they only missed one play, and that's was back out there. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, what was that like? Like, did you – when you come into a team, obviously you, you play for a year in Buffalo. You come to a Carolina team. Like, what's the difference between the defense here versus the defense there? Um,
2: it's kind of doing things that were similar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the exact same, but it was similar. So, I kind of had a a jump on the defense when I got here. Right. So, I wasn't completely blind. Yeah. You know, I kind of understand what, what was going on, but just uh, – Getting the chemistry with my new teammates and yeah. stuff and building relationships was probably uh, – I wouldn't say it was tough, but, I mean, it took some time, you yeah. know. I mean, the guys here is real welcoming, you know, super good guys. So, it's its pretty easy. You know, it just took some time, though. Definitely. And I, I i had some uh, relationships with some of the players already. Like, I knew Derek Worley. I met him on our way uh, going to the Combine. In the airport. <laughs> oh, really? So I met him, and he was training with a friend of mine from Pasadena. So that's how I met Daryl. And then I knew Shaq. We played an Army All-American Bowl game together. Nice. And we was roommates. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, man, Shaq was roommates. And I knew Shaq ever since then. And then I knew Zach Sanchez. Yeah. And so uh, he was he was on IR at the time and mm-hmm. stuff, rehab and everything. So and after that, everything just pretty much fell in place.
0: Yeah. What was Shaq like as a roommate? Messy? Nah. Oh, nah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't want to throw anybody. Don't Let's not make any enemies here on the, so early in the podcast. Um, I so I, I, let's just jump back a little bit further because you mentioned you grew up in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, I I I know that the area that you grew up in was not the best area of Los Angeles. Poderty. Yeah.
2: You know, Section Eight, and you know, most people would call it dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, because Pasadena is beautiful. You know, you hear Pasadena, you think, oh, the Rose Bowl. You know the yeah mountains and the, you know, big houses and stuff and the, the great scenery and stuff. And you got the Rose Parade out there. You got Old Town, Pasadena. Yeah. And then where I grew up and where I'm from, you know, I live nowhere else but that place. Mm-hmm. It's called the Community Arms, but, you know, a lot of people know it as the Snake Pits. The Snake Pits? The Snake Pits.
1: Why do they call it that?
2: <laughs> it's a, where a certain gang originated. Right. You know, this gang, you know, called PDL. You know, it's a, a blood gang and stuff, and I grew up there, you know, me, my mom, and my sisters. So I had an older sister and then my twin, and then I had a younger sister that came along, you know, later and stuff like that. We didn't have our fathers. You know, none of us had our dads in our life. My older sister, dad was there, and then Her dad died, mm-hmm. and that was before me and my twin was born. And then my younger sister, her dad, you know, still there for her and stuff like that, but me and my twin, we were just pretty much on our own and stuff growing up. And my mom, you know, raised us. She did a a, a great job raising us and stuff. And I always say if it wasn't for my twin, I don't know where I'd be. Because w- the times when my mom was at work, she would wake up at 6 a.m., wake us up. You know, her alarm would go off, like, get up, get ready for school. And she'd be out the house. So it was up to us to get to school, get to the bus, you know, and stuff like that. My sister was going for work, too. So, it, when it was times where I would drift off and wanted to do something that wasn't right, you know, my twin was like, "Nah, bro, don't do that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on." And then it it was times where he would be doing something like, "I'm like, come on, Keon, you like, check yeah, it. like, nah, we not finna do that, bro." You know, and it, it was a it was a tough man. It was a tough journey, you know, just growing up not having a dad and not having that father figure in your life. You know, something that I always wanted, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a norm, you know, at the same time. You know, because none of my friends I grew up with, none of us had our dads. Nobody did. Nobody. I mean, I can, man. None of us had our dads, and it was annoying. But then at the end of the day, you know, when you go home, you go in the house, and your mom's struggling to pay the rent, or you, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out what you go eat. That's when stuff like that start to come to your head. You like, man, my dad was here. None of this would be happening. When you know, who who knows if it will still be the same or things c- would have been different. So I used to have that in the back of my mind all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I remember, man, I remember this day like it was yesterday, man. My mom was at the mall, and I was telling her, like, man, some new Jordans came out. This be, this was, like, a couple of days before we went to the mall. She was like, I'm, but I'm like, we don't want them, though, because they're ugly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, good, because I can't afford them. Like, yeah. And they was, like, the Jordan, the 19s, I believe. And uh, we went to the mall, like, a couple of days later, and I seen them. I'm like, dang, I need those. <laughs> I'm like, man, I need those. And then my mom, like, like I, I told you, like, twins, I, I just can't afford it right now. You know, we're on our last little bit, you know, for the month. Like, mm-hmm. if I do it, I mean, we're not going to have nothing left. It was like, come on, mom. Like, please. Like, can you do this for us? Please. She like. Like twins, like I, I can't, you know. I remember I was I I got mad, you know. I was I was a selfish kid, yeah. And I'm like, man, see, you know, like all mad and upset and stuff like that. And my mom's like, all right, fine, I'm gonna get them, but it's nothing else for a while, you know. She got them. <sighs> now looking back on it, I'm I never realized how selfish I was and all the things my mom, you know, sacrificed for us. Just little things like that, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, dang You know, and it was just us. You know, whenever w- we got a big family, but uh it was just us growing up, you know, whenever somebody else needed help, my mom was the provider. Right. Even though we really didn't have it, you yeah. know, so <laughs> looking back on it, man, it was it was selfish uh, of us. But, you know, as a kid, you believe yeah, really that's man. what happens. Yeah. And then it was never a time where I felt like we was poor, like, living in poverty because my mom made us feel like we was living in a mansion. You know, I remember going to school, and we used to talk about, you know, homes and our houses and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I used to raise my hand. You know, when it was my turn, like, well, I live in a three-bedroom apartment upstairs and downstairs, you know, but (laughs) square footage was small, you know, and then I never realized how, you know, much of a struggle it was until I start growing up and getting older. And then it got to a point to where I was like kind of embarrassed to say where I was from and where I live.
0: Right.
1: But. At, at what point growing up playing football did you, you or your twin kind of think like that was going to be a real opportunity for you and, and kind of use that as as an opportunity to stay out of trouble too? I mean, was there a point where I actually clicked like, all right, you know, I've, I've got a talent here. I know I can play and, and, you know, let me focus on this.
2: Yep. So we started <laughs> playing in the pits, you know, because it was grass fields and stuff. And we knew it was always good. You know, we, we had the talent and stuff like that and the skill set. <clears throat> and then one day, one of my mom friends was like, man, you need to put the Twins in sports. Coach Tyrone was like, you need to put the Twins in sports. And she was like, okay, well, I don't have the money. He's like, man, don't worry about it. You know, they'll work out some stuff with y'all. Like, yeah. you'll be fine. Just, just get them up there to Jack Robinson Park right up the street. So she put us in football baseball, and basketball. And she, she was like, you know, whatever y'all don't like, whatever y'all don't want to play, then y'all can stop. But she just put us in sports so we can stay out of trouble. Right. Yeah. <coughs> so football, we played football. We loved it. Baseball, we loved it. We That's probably, like, our favorite. Really? Basketball, we played for two years. We like, this not for us. <laughs> 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 we like, this not for us. But we had a full court <laughs> in our apartment. So, we, you know, we love hooping, you know, yeah. playing on the street and stuff like that. But – Team, yeah, it wasn't for me, man. The crowd all super close and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, that, that ain't for me, man. <laughs> and then so football, I remember like the first two years, man. It was tough because her friend, one of her other friends, was a coach. He wouldn't put us in. Really, he wouldn't put us in, man. And all my other friends, they been playing. They was playing like years before us, and we was just coming in, so he didn't want to put us in. And so after the games, we used to be like, Mom, talk to, you know, Coach Vance and yeah. Otis. They're not putting the sand and this and that. Like, she like, just be patient, my mama. Like, just be patient. It's okay. You'll get your chance and stuff. So, I mean, I kind of get frustrated. So, every game, I just play at Coach Vance. You know, can I get in? And we as receivers at the time. Yeah. He's like, all right, just, just wait. Game over. Like Coach Vance, can we get it? Just just wait. You know, we gonna put you in and this and that. And we had a good squad, you know, the people that I was playing, but we like, man, just give us a chance. I'm like, Coach Vance, like, just just let me run a go route. Like, please put me in. Finally put me in, man. <clears throat> he was like, All right, just go to receiver, just run a go. Just run a bomb, alright. Ran a go, caught it. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Best the <feeling> ever. <laughs> I'm like, see I told see? you. He like he like, What? He put my brother in. My brother scored. He like all right, so then after that we start playing more, man, and we was, we went up from there. Then I start playing quarterback. It was it was crazy. You it said so quarterback, quarterback. Oh yeah. So I was playing quarterback, and then I was playing safety, and then uh, after that, that's when uh, high school came along, and uh, like my eighth grade year of middle school, this guy that lived in my apartment, Coach Twan, he used to come mm-hmm. to our house all the time, like like come to me, you know. Send your kids to Mirror and, th- and this and that. And then my twins like, no, we're going to Pasadena High School because that's where our sister went. Like, we're going to Pasadena High School, but Mir was a better football team. Right. And we wanted to just change it around, turn some things around and stuff like that. But then, long story short, we ended up going to Mir because we <laughs> we went to this practice at Pasadena High School, like in the summer, and it was it was super strict. Right. Really? Like, and it was m- my girlfriend, my, my fiancé, her uncle was a coach at the time like military style, like we're in a weight room. If you move, don't put your hand up. Even if you flying, don't wipe the sweat off. And if you do, you're going to be. So it was like he wow. had us, yeah. He had the kids discipline and stuff like that. <laughs> and I remember leaving practice, and I'm talking to my twin, like, hey, you coming back tomorrow? He's like, you coming back tomorrow? I'm <laughs> like, "Nope." <laughs> he was like, me neither. <laughs> so we we didn't come back. We went to Twan. Like, Coach, you know, he lived in our apartment. Coach Twan, he's the office coordinator at Mirror. I was like, hey, man, we want to come to Mir. Yeah. We went up to Mir. And then we was up there. I almost, like, end up quitting there, man. It was it was crazy. Like, so, like I said, remind you, I had no father figure. You. you know, I'm yeah. just mom, mom, mom. And I remember, so the small stuff used to get to me, man. You know, and the, I, I didn't want to put up with nothing. You know, if, so I was in over with, with the running backs and his running back drill and his coach, I f- just felt like he was being a jerk to me. I just I just felt like that mm-hmm. and stuff. And he was like, all right, well, he's like, when we go to team period, don't go to my – don't go to running back. And it was just the running back coach. I'm like, all right, that's fine with me. So, we had the team period and the guy, Coach Twan, Antoine, the officer coordinator, the one that had been trying to get us to go to mayor, he's like, all right, he's like, hey, keep on, go to running back. I'm like – Nah. He's like, what you mean? Nah. I said, go to running back. Go to running back. And I'm like, nah, I want to. He's like, man, what you mean you don't want to? Like, you go do this right now? I'm like, He's like if you don't want to go to the running back, then leave. Go home. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I start walking off, you know, like <laughs> crying. <laughs> like, kind of <laughs> like... About to drop a tear and stuff. It's my freshman year of high school. I'm like, man, I don't care. You know, I'm talking to myself. I don't care about this. I ain't coming back. I, I ain't going to play football no more. I'm going to play baseball because my brother was playing baseball. He decided just to stick to baseball. Right. And so, out of nowhere, I hear this dude, like, come jogging behind me like, hey, like, hey, bro. And I'm almost to the locker room. I'm about to go home. I ain't finna come back tomorrow because if I leave, I ain't coming back. So, I'm going to the locker room. And this guy named Drew, young dude, he probably like my age, like 25. Mm-hmm. Back then, he was 25. And he's like, like hey, bro. I turn around. Like, he's like, where you going? I'm like, I'm about to go home. He's like, home? He's like, for what? And I told him, like, Twan wanted me to go to running back, but I didn't want to because of the other coach. He's like, man, look, check this out here. He's like, you go quit? I'm like, I ain't quitting because, you know, I ain't, I ain't studying. He's like, nah, once you quit, you can always be a quarter. And I'm like, Right, he like, look, man. He like, Who you know, who your dad and this and that? You know, he like, Man, look, I'm in the same situation. I don't know my dad. You know, I don't got a dad and this and that. He started, you know, giving me like a pep talk and stuff and just real motivating. And I'm like, Dang, who is this young dude? He was older than me, but he was young. I'm like, Dang He like, Come on, bro, he like we don't, we ain't we ain't finna do that. I ain't finna let you go home. So I go back on the field, go to running back, <laughs> and everything was smooth. And Twan was like, look, see how easy that was? <laughs> and then everything was up from there. And Coach Twan and, and Drew, Anthony Drew Pearson, he was my meant like a father figure, you know, for me. Yeah. From there, And man, I, I looked up to Drew because at the time he was going to school. Like he had went to Utah State, graduated. He had blew out his knee, so he had stopped playing. But while he was coaching us, he was in school getting his master's. And come to find he was from the same area as me. He lived in a community arms, to Snake Pits. On the other end, but I didn't know because yeah. he was always on the move. He was in at practice. He was going to school and stuff. And then throughout the process and stuff, throughout high school, Coach Twan and uh, Drew was like, look, man, you want to move your mom out of here? You know, you want to live a better life and stuff like that? He's like, just just focus on school and everything else on this field. He's like, you're a baller. So you ain't got to worry about, you know, stuff on the field. Just do what you got to do. Work hard but make sure you get them grades, get them grades right. Right, I'm like, all right. Yeah. So, I, school was never a problem for me. So, I, you know, made sure I did that. Right. Sophomore year, San Jose State offered. Wow. And I was, year. I, I was so happy. I was ready to commit. Yeah. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> Man, on, were
1: you only playing running back at that point?
2: No, nah, I was playing. So, I was playing quarterback. Right. Freshman year, freshman year, sophomore year, I was a quarterback. Okay. Well, for Pop Warner, yeah. I, I was playing quarterback, and I was playing corner and stuff like that. So, I was a quarterback. And in junior year, all up until junior year, I played some receiver. I was a receiver and cornerback. So I played receiver and corner, but in junior year, I had to play quarterback again. Mm -hmm. So I was a quarterback growing up, quarterback and receiver and stuff. Drew turned me into a corner because my freshman year, I was still on JV, junior varsity, but I used to go to the varsity passing leagues, and he used throw me at corner with the seniors and juniors and stuff. So he basically, like, transformed me into a corner. So coming out of high school, I had offers, you know, as a receiver from Florida. Florida, like, man, you can can play receiver or corner, whatever you want to do. You know, but I had already made my mind. In Alabama, they offered me the receiver. Coach came down to my school, put me on FaceTime with Nick Saban. And I was like, uh, you know, we want you as a receiver and stuff. But then I came, you know, made up my mind that I want to play corner. I feel like I'd be more effective on the defensive side rather yeah. than the offensive side, just with my height, you know, my speed and my right. skill set. So, did you w-
0: want to be closer because you went to USC? Yeah, so did you wanna I be close to home.
2: Yeah, so throughout the process, I went to about a couple of camps, and it was because of Drew. He paid for the camps. I remember he flew me up to Washington, man, to go see the, the University of Washington, go to the camp. I remember he he my junior year, junior year he sat my mom down. It's like, you know, I know you probably don't know me, you know, too well, but I just want to take the time to, you know, to let you know that I'm here for Kevon, you know, and Keon, you know, whenever they need me and stuff. But I just want to let you know that, uh, get your permission, ask you if I can fly him up to Washington. You don't gotta worry about the cost, you no know, nothing. And I'm gonna pay for it out of my pocket. Remind you drew only twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. You know, he lived in poverty too, you know, he going to school, he coaching high school, so he not and then at the time he working at the spot called Five Acres out there, like with uh group home kids. So he doing all that while, you know, looking out for me. So he just wanted you to
1: see the campus and see what and the, the He wanted college me to see the, the campus.
2: He wanted me to he took me to the camp. He, you know, helped me get my name out there yeah. and stuff. And so I'm <laughs> I never forget the look on my mom's face, man. She just sat there and just started crying, man. Like, she was so happy. (laughs) She didn't understand, like, she didn't understand, like, why is, like, what do you want? Like, why is you doing this for me? Yeah. You know, she didn't say that, but it's like, but Drew didn't want nothing in return. Like, his motive is just so pure. Just a great dude. So, growing up, like, that was my dad. That was my big brother. That was my father figure. So that's, you know, he helped me. You know, the things my mom couldn't teach me and stuff, or, you know, didn't have time to, he was the one that taught me, you know, him and and Coach Twan and my other coaches along the way, so uh, after that, it was up from there, I remember I went to the USC camp, I had pretty much every offer, Cal, UCLA, I just didn't have USC, they was on sanctions, and they didn't have that many scholarships, and they was like, Lane Kiffin was like, look, man, we don't got too many offers, so if we offer you, you got to commit. You know, he wasn't trying to be, you know, jerk or nothing. He was jerk. like, you had to spend them wisely. He has, you yeah, got to yeah. spend them wisely. And I respected him for that. But before that, I was in the office, and Coach Twan was like, we was in the office with Coach Palomaro, Kennedy Palomaro, Troy Palomaro, uncle. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you you any good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, Coach. <laughs> I was out there at corner, you know. And I, at the campsite, I was just playing corner because I was, you know, I was good at it, just going there and stuff like that. But I was back in high school, I was a receiver, you know, quarterback and stuff, and so um, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, you got a highlight tape? He's like, where you from? I'm, I'm from Pasadena. He said, what? You from Pasadena? He like, we haven't offered you yet. I'm like, nah, Coach. He like, pull up your highlight tape. I'm in his office. Pull up the highlight tape, and Coach Twan like, man, pull up your highlight tape. Pull it up. And he like, we haven't offered you? <laughs> I'm like, no, sir. Like, no, <laughs> Coach. He's like, hold up. So that's when he went to go talk to Lane Kiffin, and that's when Lane Kiffin told me that. I'm like, you know, Coach, you know, I don't, I don't want to commit right now because I'm not sure what I want to do. Yeah. And they respected that. And so I didn't get the offer. Later that day or, like, the next day they called me, Coach Polo, like, and Kiffin, like, look, man, we really want you, so we go offer you. So whenever you want to come home, whenever you're ready to commit, let us know. So I was happy, man. I'm like, dang, you know. But I was already dialed in with other schools and close to other schools and stuff, so I didn't commit. And I just weighing my options. I took some official visits and stuff. So, mm-hmm. when I start going on visits, that's when I realized, like, I can't leave away from home. Yeah. I could have, but I'm like, my mom would be home by herself. You know, I got a twin brother, my baby sister. There's no way, my older sister, there's no way my family would be able to come see me play. We don't have no money like that. You know, yeah. they can't hop just hop on a flight. You know, or if I needed something, they couldn't just come for me. You know, so... I was like, I just gotta make a decision to stay close to home. Yeah. But if I was going somewhere, I would go to UW, like, out really? of state. Yeah, because Sar- Coach Sarkeesian was up there, and then Demetrius Martin, and he from Pasadena, uh-huh. and he coached Drew. So, and then he, you know, the DB coach up there, Demetrius Martin, ended up going to UCLA. So I was like stuck in between. I'm like, dang, do I go to UCLA? Because I narrowed it down like, UCLA or USC. Yeah. But I coach Paul Amala, man, great dude. The whole coaching staff up there was was awesome. Then I start thinking long term, like I can stay home, be here for my mom when she need me. You know, she can come to my games when she had time, and I can get one of the best degrees in the world. You know, when I graduate, and hold yeah. up, play for
1: one of the best, play you for know, one prestigious, oh man, uh, prestigious uh, college, yeah, man. Sure. So
2: I'm like USC, it is, man. And then yeah. the program, you know, you you get to go to summer school at USC, whereas UCLA. You gotta work, and then it's 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 different. The semesters and quarters, I don't know how they go, but it's different. UC, USC, I'm, I can graduate in three years, so I finished in three. But wow. I saved I saved the elective for my last year. Yeah. So I majored in communication. I got a minor in sociology. So that's what I ended up doing. Finished in three. Saved the elective for my last year. You know, so it it was everything which was just great, man. I mean, I went through a lot of coaches at USC. I went through like three different, three four different head coaches. Uh, a couple of db coaches and stuff mm-hmm. so nev- nothing was never really consistent up there but it was just it was amazing though it was great it was second to none you know i went through some things up there and stuff that was out of my control but you know i'm just happy and blessed to be here man yeah it was it got to a point like my senior year things wasn't going my way it was nothing that i did and stuff that i thought it was you know, my dreams and everything I worked hard for mm-hmm. was over for, man. Like, everything was just out of my control. You know, so I, I just thought, I'm like, man, I used to go home, back to my room, and talk to my, you know, fiance. Like, what am I going to do now if yeah. I don't make it, if I don't get to. I mean, I'm going to have my degree, but I wanted to.
0: You want to keep going. I
2: wanted to keep going, man, just so I can get my mom, help her a little sooner than later. You know, because I know she needed the help.
0: When you say out of your control, are you talking about the your eye?
2: No, see, I didn't even know I had that to the combine. Okay, because
0: this, this is the crazy. Because I didn't know this either. You've been on the team for two years, and yeah, I just man. found this out like two months ago. So, you were man, blind in one eye, basically bro, at USC. Was,
2: both of them was bad, but one was one was super bad, and I didn't I didn't know you know. I just thought everybody had the same vision as me, really, <laughs> because it just got bad over time, you know. And then, so my going into my junior year, just to rewind back, yeah, I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Okay. So I got diagnosed with colitis, and I was down for the count, bro. I what lost what like What is that? I'm sorry. Can you it's a colon disease. Okay. You know, and it just come out of nowhere, and it's something you gotta live with for life. So, I just man that happened. I lost like ten, fifteen pounds. I was in the hospital for like a week straight. Oof. Lady, she slept there with me that mm-hmm. whole week. Mm-hmm. She was there for me and stuff and it was it was the worst pain of my life, bro. Like 'cause I didn't at first I didn't know what was going on and stuff. And I remember before I went to the ER, I go to the doctor and they're like I was going to college. they like, Oh, you just got the stomach flu. Just take some pepto. It was so bad, bro. And Oof. my mom's a nurse and she like, No, we gonna go to the ER. I, I didn't even think I was gonna make it to the ER. I was in that much pain, man, and I just couldn't control nothing. And so that was uh, like a couple of days. You know, we got a couple of days off at Fort Camp, mm-hmm. and I had went back to Pasadena, which is only like fifteen, twenty minutes away. And it got to a point I was just sleeping by the bathroom, laying by the bathroom, and mm-hmm. whatever. So I couldn't do nothing, yeah. man. And I, oh, man, it was it was just all bad. So then they finally ran a colonoscopy and stuff, and they're like, man, you got colitis. Anybody in your family, you know, I'm like, no, nobody and stuff. I'm the first person and stuff, and so they don't know how to come and stuff like that. So I got out the hospital and stuff, and they it was already like a week into camp. And then so uh, I missed the first week of camp, and then I came back, you know, got my starting job back and stuff, came back, put on some weight and stuff, and then <coughs> I was still trying to manage manage it. Like I didn't know. I'm like, dang, if I eat this, will it ma- mess my stomach up? Or, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat at all. And when I was doing that, man, I had to – I couldn't finish, like, the first few games because I didn't know what to do and how to eat and stuff. So and it so was
0: affecting you. It was affecting you on the field. Obviously, yeah. you lose 10 pounds, I mean, that's going to make a big yeah. difference. Yeah,
2: so – but then once I got right and once I controlled it, I was fine, man. My whole junior year, man, I – I bought out, man. You know, yeah. I was I was out there competing and stuff, and then senior year it didn't go my way. Long story short, I don't want to really get into details and stuff like that. And then uh, <coughs> that's when I I'm like, you know, that's when I, my I start thinking my mm-hmm. senior like th- when I'm a, you know I ain't gonna get drafted, you know, and this and that. I ain't gonna even go to the comp. Like my first my first year, I was playing, you know, starting. I started a, a game. Starting in a nickel package every now and then and man right. man coverage. Messed up my shoulder, messed up my nerves. Came back my sophomore year, competing with some great corners, you know, and came out came out with the spot, starting job and then junior year, same thing. And then out of nowhere, just wasn't playing at all mm-hmm. until they needed somebody out there. Yeah. And I was he- I was completely healthy. I was fine and stuff.
1: So you did end up getting drafted though. So what's it like being a California guy, staying at home? You know, being close to family, being at USC, and then going to what's probably like the complete opposite hey. world being drafted up in Buffalo.
2: I was ready because I knew my mom was fine. Mm-hmm. That was my only word. You know, I'm like, all right, we're going to be fine now. And I had my, my lady and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when I got to Buffalo, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to see the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the snow. Yeah. You know, like I want to be in the snow. And they like, look. Don't wish that too early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chill out, bro. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So let us have our uh, 40 man. days of summer first. Oh, yeah. and then, uh, <laughs> so the summer out there was amazing. Though It was, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful up there yeah. during the yeah, for so, like a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really nice for a month. So uh, I went up there, and, I man, I couldn't thank Buffalo enough, man. My first year in the league, the experience, the locker room, the coaches was amazing, bro. The fans. Yeah, I, 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 are, the fans are reality there. I couldn't thank them enough, man. Yeah. I, and I just want to take the time out to thank him again, man. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because so I remember when you were traded to Carolina, seeing some of their reactions, and they yeah. were, you know, they were sad to see you go, and they yeah. felt like you had a lot of, a lot of up and coming, and a lot, yeah. of, a lot of promise there.
2: So I mean, you know, everything happened for a reason. But the snow, man. So I had my 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 first daughter. I had Carson up there, mm-hmm. and. We had to stay. The season was over. But we stayed a little after, like a couple of days after because she had to go to her doctor's department and get her shots before we flew out to Cali. Right. And we got caught in a blizzard. Like It was <laughs> a – bro, it was so bad. People was leaving their cars on the road. In <laughs> Buffalo. They was getting st- – in Buffalo, yeah. they was getting stuck and they leave their cars. I'm like, oh, it's I nice mean, they do that,
1: that in Charlotte if it's flurrying, But in Buffalo, that you know it's a real bro, deal. Yeah, blizzard. it was a real – and it was so bad. Like, we end up <laughs> –
2: I ended up going to the stadium and get some stuff to sign and shit back off. But we didn't even have to go, but I wanted to go. And on the way there, it wasn't that bad. Man, I, we came back outside. I had my <laughs> daughter with me. She walking through the, the locker room. you driving? I was driving. Oh, boy. <laughs> I had my daughter. I had Carson and my, my fiance yeah. Tori. Man, I came back out. It was bad. And I'm like, they're like, you going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to you know, go home. We probably probably should have stayed there. Yeah. It was so bad, like going like ten miles per hour, the snow was up on the windshield. You should you couldn't see nothing in front of you. And I'm like, my my lady <laughs> nervous. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. I'm like I'm at, I'm like, man, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be straight. I'm gonna get us home. But deep down inside, I'm I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <holding laughs> I'm like, hold up I'm like, hold up. So uh finally got home. We stopped to get some food and I had kinda got like stuck. I got stuck in this little Coming out to the parking lot and stuff, it was like a little big dip or whatever. So yeah. I got stuck. And there was cars around toilet. Oh, my God. You know, we got the baby. I'm like, babe, don't worry. Like, I got this. So I put the car. I put my, I took the traction control off so I could spin the wheels, uh, put my foot on the brake, and I uh, gassed the car. Yeah. So uh, it's going to pick up the snow. You know, it's like a little quick sure, burnout yeah. to get the tires going. Yeah. Got right out. Uh. So I knew how to get out. Yeah. Got right out smooth. And I'm like, see, babe, I got it. So it took <laughs> us a little – we was right down the street from the house, but it took us a minute to get home because yeah. cars were stuck. But Buffalo do a great job with the this big old snow prowlers and stuff and people oh, yeah. that come and clear the roads and stuff. Absolutely. But it was just so bad that they, they can only do so much. Yeah,
0: they're more used to – that's the thing is, like, in Buffalo, they're used to it. So it snows yeah. three feet, and they're like, we got plows, we got salt. Nothing here goes it's shut like, down. Here nothing. it snows a half inch, and they're just like – uh, buy some bread. Buy some milk. Yeah, buy some milk and bread or else we're all going to die. It's going to be over. Yeah,
2: so – and all everything's still open. You can go oh, go yeah. get whatever you need. <laughs> so, Buffalo, it was a great experience for me, man. I was happy. I was excited, you know. And then uh, – thank you. And then I got uh, traded here and I was super excited, man. Really? I remember McDermott, man, and, you know, asking me, and Brandon being like, how how you feeling? Are you excited? I'm like, yes, I am. Like, you know, I appreciate it. Like, thanks for everything. And I was yeah. just so excited to get here, man, with Coach Rivera and the rest of the yeah, staff. Yeah, how much
1: did you know about the Panthers before you were traded here? I didn't
2: I didn't know much. I mean, you know, Cam Newton. You know Cam, and yeah. Stewart, you know, Jonathan. And yeah. Man, Luke, <laughs> TD, so I, I knew quite a bit and yeah. stuff, and I was just excited, man, just to get here. You know, different weather, you know, I wasn't going to have to, you know, hopefully not go through them <laughs> big snowstorms and stuff. Not quite as much. <laughs> and then first game here, man, at home was the fans, man. And so it, it just felt, it felt like home as soon as I got here, man. Like uh, the players, the locker room, you know. So, coming from Buffalo, the locker room up, up, up there was, was great. So, coming here, I'm like, dang, it's going to be a little different. But it was like the same, man. The players, it's just like family. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's a business, but at the same time, like we all, you know, still a family. So, it was – I was happy, man. I, I'm loving – I'm st- still loving every bit of it. The the city, Charlotte, there's just so much to do out here. Yeah. Great scenery and everything. So, man, me and my family, we love it here, man. I'm just, just ready to get – the city, everything I got, and get a team, and, and then the fans, everything they deserve, you know. Yeah, so. Cause
0: you're so you get here and you get thrown <coughs> into that first San Francisco game, right? Yep. But there was a while for like six or seven or eight games where you were kind of splitting time with Daryl, and it was like it was was it matchup based, or I don't really remember exactly why how how they were moving you. Or moving really, you just in and to out.
2: Uh, keep us fresh, okay? Because you know how you know how receivers, you know, offense do man, they put one receiver in and run you on a nine, mm-hmm. put another receiver in run you on another nine to go route, and then put Julio in <laughs> <laughs> and <it'd> go right <laughs> after him. <laughs> so, uh, man, we just just keep us fresh. And, you yeah. know, I was just, just earning the right to play. Sure. You know, so uh, based on, you know, performance too, you know, how to better we could practice and stuff. And, man, pretty much, you know, we had – Pretty much like the same type of corners and take the same type of styles and plays, so it really wasn't oh he's better than him, or he's just really who who got the hot hand and right, hot seat right. at the time and stuff, and keeping us fresh and stuff so that's that's how we was
1: doing it, yeah, so you said you you had actually met Daryl before you got here, <laughs> yeah, right? so but I knew Daryl, so what was it like when you guys were kind of competing against one another like that was, I mean, was it was, yeah, it a it was competition fun. yeah or?
2: because we we made each other better man we we was getting better every week because of competition and stuff, so Man, it was it was great, man. Like you need that type of competition. You know, even now, you know we got a we got a great DB room. You know, the competition is high, so it ain't gonna do nothing but make us all better. Right? Yeah. You know,
0: so. We'll we'll talk. We'll, I, I want to talk about this year's competition, <coughs> but last year, so you come into camp, mm-hmm. you you split time with Daryl, and, and Daryl gets traded, mm-hmm. and it, you come into camp day one, you're the you're starting opposite James. Mm-hmm. And then you had the the shoulder problems. Can you kind of uh, tell us what happened with the shoulder issues? Yeah, so
2: I was starting and stuff, and D-Jack came in, give me a run for my money. Great athlete, great mm-hmm. player. Even better person when you get to know him. Yeah. And uh, after after Buffalo, uh, I remember, you know, talked to the coaches. they like, hey, you know, we're going to start D-Jack. You know, he's young. We want to see what he can do. So yeah. Miami, going into the second game, I didn't even start, you know. He was like, we need to see what D Jack can do and stuff. And he had a great game, you know, they like, oh they lay like, oh, dang, you know. So then my Miami came around and uh, you know, he was starting and then I came in, you know, I I played well and stuff like that, but my shoulder man, so after that game, going into the third game, I can't remember who it was, it might have been I can't it
1: remember.
2: It wasn't Pittsburgh, Box-
0: Pittsburgh's four. It was was it Box- New
2: England?
1: Yeah, it was New England. Might New, England. New yeah.
2: England. Yeah. So going into that game during the week, uh me and uh, DJ Moore was lined up and stuff, and we got tangled up. And, you know, he's strong as an ox. DJ. I yeah. shouldn't have been trying to even <laughs> deal with <it>. <laughs> <laughs> So So uh, we got tangled up in my shoulder, man. I just I had wear and tear in my shoulder already. I right. you know, started in college, mm-hmm. and it's just been getting worse over time. So I've been playing like that for years. Yeah. So not with my full strength or anything. So then uh, they like, look, man, just relax we go get you ready for Dallas, you know, because we can use you and stuff. And and so I'm all hired. Then a week before Dallas and stuff, they're like, you know, they're like, man, they called me up like, look, we got to take care of this because, you know, you got both shoulders that you got to get surgery on. And it's you want to take care of, you know, you're young. Right. It's best to take care of it now. And, you know, we're thinking about the future. We're not thinking about it now. we thinking about the future. You want to think about the future. You know, take care of it now. Get healthy so we can have you back here, you know, competing for a job mm-hmm. and stuff the next year after that. Yeah. So that's what happened. You know, I did one shoulder in September, my right shoulder in September. Six, six to nine weeks later, October, like uh, the week of Halloween, I did the left shoulder. So it was, a, yeah, man. So you're in a, a
0: sling so b- for basically uh, what? Six like three, weeks, man. Six weeks for each shoulder? For each
2: shoulder. Oof. So I was in a sling for six weeks from my right and then hopped in a sling six weeks on my left. The first few days were the toughest. And it was my first time having surgery on anything. Yeah. Mm. So it was, it was tough, man, just going on with my everyday life and stuff and just <coughs> going to the facility. You know, I was going to the facility every morning, you know, every day. And uh, just being a dad, you know, Come home and to my my two year old like, baby, I can't pick you up. Mm. Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm sorry. She like, I hold you, please. Yeah, I'm like, I can't, baby. Like, you know, Daddy's shoulders hurt. Like, she like, shoulders hurt. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, look, I got, I always right here. Surgery, look. Yeah. yeah. And so she understood. She's a little smart girl, so. And then she you had your second daughter around yeah, that same time. I had my time, second right? daughter. I had my second daughter, uh, right before, right after Buffalo. Hmm. Like literally, right, right, right after, after, after Buffalo. Right, right after Buffalo, when yeah. we got when we got back, we got back. We had an off day, and I hit up coach. Like, hey, coach, you know my lady's having contractions. You know her water broke. You know I might not be back yeah. in time for curfew tonight. You know, he like, okay, you know, take care of family and stuff like that, and and everything. And so, cause right before Buffalo, she was already having contractions mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. And so. But um, good thing she didn't go <laughs> into labor while I was gone. I would have missed it. I mean, no biggie. But <laughs> well, I mean, kind of a biggie. But yeah. you're, gl- I mean, you were there, yeah. right?
0: So like, do you feel like um, that you know, obviously you didn't grow up with a father figure, so yeah. you know, you have two daughters now. Like, how does it, fe- like, how does it feel to kind of yeah. move from from that oh, to man.
2: it's the best feeling in the world being a you know father to my my little girls. You know, I just want to. Thank my fiance, you know my lady for giving me mm-hmm. a chance to to have to have those kids and uh, allowed me to be a father, the father that I didn't have, man. And you know I don't, I don't blame my father and stuff. Never really I I seen him maybe twice and stuff. Talked to him a couple times and stuff. But uh, you know he wasn't there at all, like at all. And um, like before I seen him, like in high school, I can be walking down the street. And seeing him walking, and wouldn't even know who he was, right? Like yeah. a complete stranger, you know. So, uh, and man, I, being, I take pride in being a father, you know, being there for my little girl. So every day, it, you know, I'm there, you know, doing things for him as much as I can because I know how it is, just not having a father, in the, in that that guidance in your life and stuff. So and it, I I just don't want. I feel like no kid deserves that type of feeling. You know, it's, 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 it's going to happen. You know, it's it's, it's inevitable sure. inevitable in life and stuff because things don't always work out perfect. And I'm not saying, you know, you got to be in the same household and stuff, but just being there for your kid, it's just it's a game changer, man. Yeah. And it, it, it's definitely helpful.
0: And yeah. I know that you had – so I, I saw that you have a different last name from your mom, right?
2: Yeah, man. So I remember, just to talk about that real quick, my senior year, I used to always ask my mom every day growing up. Mom where's dad Where's our dad Where's Dion? Where's he at Like you know He's not here He got another family You know and this and that So senior year I remember going to uh, School one day And I asked my mom Before we started school I'm like Wait So Your last name's Starling You know My mom's last name is Starling Mm -hmm. And I'm like We got so I'm like We got the same last name As Dion, right And she's like No You know His last name Not Seymour So I'm like that's what really, like, added a whole lot of fuel to my fire, bro, just not knowing, like, so me and my twin, the only ones in our whole entire family, cousins, aunts, you know, with the last yeah. name Seymour. So, then, she was like, well, you know, I'll tell you the story later, and I talked to my grandma, my grandma like, well, I, I'll tell you one day, you know, and this and that, and, and stuff. So, after that, I was just, that's when I was really frustrated and mad and stuff, yeah. and like, man, this some, this some BS, man, you know. <laughs> And I wasn't mad at my mom. I was mad at the fact, like, dang, I didn't even know that. And then I, I had two older brothers. And one of my older brothers played for Syracuse. And I remember going to a USC-Syracuse game. They came down to USC. Right. I watched them play. Didn't even know that was my brother. Really? On the field. Wow. Until, you know, my mom was like, hey, you know, twin, Dion, which is my dad, want to call you, you know, want to talk to you. So I, you know talk to him on the phone and stuff. He's like, You got an older brother, call him. I call him and his name Dion. Both of my older brothers named Dion. <laughs> it's crazy. But uh <laughs> he like, Yeah man, I'm your big bro. I go to Syracuse and so I got to play. When we went up there my my freshman year, we got to play against each other. He mm-hmm. played defense too, D line but so it was it was cool, you know, then I sat down with him and I started talking to him more and and he uh basically Gave me the rundown and told me everything and I remember he used to be like, Hey, man, you should y'all should change your last name to Goggins or add Goggins onto your last name. And the whole time i like, okay, cool, we'll think about it. He's like, man, no pressure though, little bro, if you don't want to, or you know. And I'm thinking, so one day I was like, Wait, hold up. Why you want our why you want us to change our last name to Goggins and not Collins? Like our dad last name Collins. Mm-hmm. He was like, What? Our dad last name not Collins, so <laughs> my dad lied to my mom. Wow! About and then my brother like he just tell people that you know just just because but his last name not Collins is Goggins, <laughs> so that's what. Yeah. I was like, man, this dude, man. Yeah. So then I met my other brother and stuff, and come to you know being young, my dad told us he lived in North Carolina. Okay. It was just crazy that I, you know right. I'm out here now. Yeah. <laughs> Which he, he never did. And stuff, and so he lied about that too. Yeah, and um, he lived right in LA, right 20 30 minutes away in Bellflower, the whole you time. know, the yeah. whole time. Which my other brother told me, I found that out at like my junior year of college when I was at lunch for the first time with him, you know, mm-hmm. but that's my other older brother, so I'm like, all right. And he's like, We can go pull up on him right now. I'm like, Nah, man, that's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, You know, yeah, so then that's when. And then uh, going into my rookie year, you know, that's when I was having Carson, and right. we did a baby shower back at home. And then my older brother, when I played football, was like, hey, Dad, want to call you? I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, tell so him give me a call. He's like, hey, man, can I come see my my uh, my daughter? You know, I mean, my my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Is it cool if I come to the baby shower? I'm like, yeah, pops is cool. Well, I call him Dion. You know, I'm like, right. yeah, Dion it's cool. Yeah, you know, like come, I'd be more than happy to see you there, man, man. He didn't show up. Oh man. And so that. You know, and he he don't even know that he don't even know her name. He don't know I got my second daughter and stuff. So, but and uh, I'm not saying all this to talk bad about him. You know, because uh, he just like I talked to my older brother. He just don't know how to be a dad. He never right. once changed. Like I remember talking to him like, hey, like hey man, I'm getting all these offers and stuff. And I thought he'd be in my life. Still the same dude. I'm in the NFL. He not asking for money. He not asking for my time or anything. So he just. Yeah, he just him, you know. He he's been the same person since <laughs> since I was born, man. And you know, I mean, it hurt me growing up and stuff now, yeah. but I mean, I'm a grown man now, and I got a family of my own now. So,
1: so you can do it the do it the right way.
2: Exactly yeah. the way yeah, I'm doing it the right way, yeah. man.
0: So you, um, yeah, I know you kind of you said you looked to Drew as kind of a father figure. What's he doing now?
2: So Drew is man. Crazy thing is, Drew got a coaching job at USC when I was there. My junior, like, my senior, some junior year, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And he ended up, he was still working at the uh, group home and stuff. And now Drew is a probation officer. Okay. So he working in the juvenile systems and stuff out there in still uh, California. Still out in Pas- Pasadena? Yeah, out in, uh, like, the Inland Empire area, like, Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga, out that way. Yeah. So Drew doing that now and stuff. And, like I said, he, I told you, he got his master's degree. i never forget. We was going to this one camp. He brought me and another friend of mine, Taylor Legacy, he brought us to his vinyl. He's like, man, I'm about to I'm about to ace it, bro. I ain't gonna miss one. If I miss if I miss something there'd be maybe one or two. And he went in there and did that. Yeah. And then I'm like, Dang, this dude just if he can do it, I can do it, you know. Yeah. So he school, on the field, you know, he he motivated me in every in every, you know, little area, little every little aspect of life.
0: And your family? Do they still live out in Pasadena? Yeah, my mom yeah.
2: still live in Pasadena in the same area. They still know, live in the, in the, the community arms. They live in the community arms, the snake oh. pits and stuff, and like so. Even with I you, even with you as an yeah, NFL player, she so yeah. still wants so, to live there. So outside looking in, man, it's dangerous. But like to us, it's like home. You know that people, it's so many good people in there, man. But just like with the wrong motive, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, we got a lot of talent and stuff, and. It's just, it just she's comfortable. Yeah. You know, but I mean, she always told me, you know, just take care of your family first, worry about you. Cause I still help her, you know, monthly and stuff and make sure she's fine. You know, got a, a car that's, mm-hmm. that's running, don't got to worry about
0: nothing. But does she, just <coughs> uh, was there ever a moment like where you were in living there that you kind of felt like, you might be going down the wrong path and like was there like a specific time when you were like I'm no nope, <laughs> never. no never." I was always on track
2: man like little things you know sure but man my mom was so she like she'll leave the house 6 a.m. won't get home till like 8 something mm. you know and she was on it but me I always told myself me and my twin like we wanted better like I used to see my mom struggle and stuff and Stress and all that. And she used to be in the hospital because she had high blood pressure. So we used to have to sleep at home by herself with, like, my sister, Mm -hmm. not knowing, like, what's going on with my mom. And we used to sleep in her bed, and that that used to kill me, man. It used to kill me and my twin waking up, going to elementary, you know, school, and not having, not waking up to a mom. That used to, or dad. that used to kill me, man. So I just told myself, like, you know, I'm going to make it, you know, I'm going to make a better way, you know. My mom will never have to worry again or, you know, live this way, mm-hmm. you know. So, I always told myself I was going to make that promise to myself to, to give my family a better life. And then especially when my baby sister came along, I'm like, she she won't have to go through what I'm going through, you know. Yeah. So, the plan is to move her out and stuff and. Of course, we could have just picked up and moved right away and stuff, but we just trying to do things the right way. Cause sure. I mean, she' not no harm, mm-hmm. you know, and and stuff like that. So we just doing things the right way because I mean, like I said, I got a family, You're right, and I got to take care of us. Cause you know, n- no day is promised, especially in this sure. in this business. Sure. I can be going tomorrow, you know, and so I, I just thank God every day. You know, that's why I get up and, and give him my all every day, so that way I can, you know. Fortunately, you know, get to that second contract so I can give my mom mm-hmm. the world that she been waiting for and been working hard for, you know. So that's that's my plan, man. I just I want to do it the right way, yeah, you know, and make sure I'm, you know, as long as I t- when I take care of myself first and make sure I'm straight, then she go for sure be straight. But if I do things backwards and helping everybody and doing this without, cause you know I, I made it here, but. I mean, I'm still working my way up because when you come from nothing to something, man, you're coming from the bottom. You, right. you have completely nothing. So, you know, I'm just trying to work my way up and do things the right way so that way they can be set for life and my whole family can be set for life. Yeah. So that's, that's the plan right now. That's, that's what I'm working on
0: right now. So working on, obviously, 2019, yep. this season, you're completely healthy. Two shoulder surgeries mm-hmm. probably performed by our good friends over there at Ortho Carolina. Patrick Plug. O'Connor. <laughs> oh, see, Doctor Pat, former guest of it is what it is. The so doctor is <laughs> in. Check out that podcast. Uh, but uh, so shoulder surgery. You say you were telling me as we were coming in, do you're, like this is probably the healthiest you've been since what sophomore year of college, man.
2: I remember freshman year I came in, banged my wrist running the coliseum steps, banged my toe, <laughs> and I was old man. I was lingering, and then I had a shoulder nerve problem freshman year, but sophomore year I was healthy, and then after that. Those curtains, and I was dealing with the shoulders ever since.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you're full, full go right now. I went eight years. Yeah,
2: I'm full
0: go, man. I'm I'm ready to go. So I'm gonna be like a cheetah out there. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh legs. I mean, there's some speed in that secondary, so you're, you'll have a uh, Dante to compete with, mm-hmm. and and all the other guys. I'm sure he. Yeah. He like he wants to race all the time. It feels Dante like Dante want to race all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's the fastest DB guy. I don't blame him. I yeah. feel like
0: we could, we could like organize a 40 between like you, man, Dante. We could like, organize a four by DJ one would team. Be. Yeah. We we right, talk, yeah, oh man, our four by one team. So who would be on the
2: team? Oh man, that's tough. I don't even want to stop. I'm gonna go back to you the can locker Tell us room afterwards. Tell yeah. us afterwards, right? Nah, but see, our whole team, man. Yeah, oh, hey, Curtis, is, Curtis, Curtis is there. DJ Seth, is there, right? DJ, DJ, me. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, we'll have Some a crazy go. four-by-one in there compete against <laughs> other oh, yeah. NFL
0: squads. Oh, yeah. We'll be in
2: we'll be <laughs> business.
0: My favorite thing is to, like, talk about – the speed in the locker room and like some, you'll be like talking about it and Tori or like one of the other like one of the older guys will be like hey I'm fast yeah. too like <laughs> don't it's, forget about me
2: but it's funny because then people start I'm top five yeah you know, I'm top five on all the <laughs> TV now I'm top three I'm top it's funny man we but man it, it is funny yeah it, that's is, it is really funny man we got we got some speed though on our team just in general we got a whole lot of speed
0: oh yeah so, so, you so you obviously were competing at outside corner last year, mm-hmm. but you have the skill set for inside corner oh, too. Oh, yeah. You I, were
2: d- I love nickel, man. I can play nickel outside corner. I can play – I love playing man in the slot. You know, I don't got no problem with that.
0: Yeah. So – Well, they play the, – the team, the Panthers play so much nickel that it's like you almost mm-hmm. need – that's like almost a starting position. Exactly, Yeah. Is and that kind of is that kind of what they've been talking to you about during this off season of like where you might be or are you are you kind of all well, over the place? Yeah, I
2: just been bouncing around, even outside, inside and stuff, wherever they need me. They pretty much been using everybody the same way. Yeah. So like me, corn, uh, Ross. Yeah. So playing nickel in outside. So we just all moving around and stuff.
0: Yeah. Ross came Ross came in last year, mm-hmm. kind of more of a veteran guy. Yeah, Ross a vet. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been able to like teach you some yeah,
2: Ross is super smart, man, super smart. You know the game very well. So, uh, I mean, with with, all, with us all being together, he's just making us all yeah have better football IQ. Mm-hmm. And especially with, man, them, them linebackers, you know, Luke, you know, he, he helped the corners out and stuff by calling everything he know. You know, he would be calling out everything
0: we all on the field with him. You yeah. ain't got to worry about nothing <laughs> we got Luke on the field. That's the general right there, man. <laughs> so... When you have when you have a as a corner, this is just something I, I always like to talk about with corners. It's like it's it's like offensive line, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's gonna go bad. Like it it always like you can't. Nobody has a hundred percent success rate.
2: Like corner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why. Man, I like to compare corner to like life, because you gonna have ups and downs and stuff, and it's all about how you respond, man. Because you go get. Critique you'll get judged the hardest. You can have a, you can be having a great game, and then you can trip up or something, or you know you can get a ball caught on you, and it, it might be for a first down, the key first down, and and you you just completely garbage. <laughs>
1: you yeah, try. That's all people remember or is you, that one. <laughs> or if you
2: get scored on, but then you know as a player and as an elite player, you know a professional athlete, you gotta realize, man, them guys on the other side of the ball getting paid too. Right, but I don't mean you know. Uh, it's okay to give up plays or this. Nah, you we still competing out there to the fullest. But you go get scored on. Look at you know what I mean. You go the greats, you know Patrick Peterson and stuff, and D.J. coming in as a young player, man, balling out for us last year, man. Yep. Picks, you know, fumble recovery, sacks, and everything he got scored on. But man, he is a great corner. He, he he's on his way to be a great corner. Yeah, you know, and it just it's just it's bound to happen when you play a corner. You defending somebody you running backwards, you know somebody running at you full speed or Julio Jones or Tony O'Brown, you know running at you full speed, you know Torrey Smith or whoever it is, Curtis Samuel with his four two speed running at you, and you know you gotta react on what he's doing for the you know most of the yeah, time yeah. Exactly. so it's a tough position man it's it's life, you go have some tough times in life, you just gotta respond and keep on going and believing in yourself so that's how you know you gotta have that next play mentality. If you get scored on, so what? Do it again, bro. You know, yeah. you, you catch a ball on, all right. Do it again. And if you do it, then do it, do it one more time. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but man, you just gotta have that that, that mentality, and I wouldn't say you're not cocky, but that confidence, you know. And when once you get that stuff, you are gonna be all right. You gotta block out th- block out the outside noise because you're not gonna always have a great game, man. Yeah. You not gonna always have a great game. It's gonna always be something. It's always gonna be somebody to say something bad about you. That's about. That's life. You can be walking down the street. Somebody can. Oh, look at his shirt. <laughs> I get that happens uh, to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at his shirt. Uh, look the way he's walking. Uh, look at it. You know, you gonna always be judged. And only thing about football, we just being judged on the field. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a part of life, man. So I mean, I love
0: every bit of it, man. That I mean. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any other good way to close the show other than cornerback <laughs> is like life. Oh yeah, I did, <laughs> man. I, I
2: changed to twenty three actually too. Oh, you did?
0: Yeah. I, okay, I mean, why?
2: I, so freshman year of college, I had twenty three, and I'm like, I told myself, like, man, when I get to college, I want to get a number that I can have in the NFL. You know, once I make it, right. And I, I'm stick to twenty three. I end up changing to thirteen because I I had to. You know. And the coach gave me a decision, like, well, both of y'all are going to be on special teams. Who want to change? And the other players are older than me. At first, I'm like, I ain't changing. Yeah. I ain't either. So we walked out of the <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> but I came back later, like, hey, coach, I'll I change, you yeah. know. And as I ended up changing at 13. But then when I got to lead, I'm like, if 23 opens up, you know, I I would like to have it. But, you know, it came available. And who I'm had like, it? I can't even think who had 23. Uh, I right. had yeah. it last year. Oh, okay. Barner. So I'm That's like, right. yeah. And then the year before that, but there's had it okay. Gun had it my dog gun yeah so it came open i'm like man i like to change it 23 yeah no no, nice. s- no specific reason yeah no hey
0: it's, uh, it's Jordan's number. Yeah. I mean, that hey, was the number. I'm I w- back like Mike, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not wearing a 4-5, though. Now, yeah. Hey, I wore
2: a 4-5 in preseason in <laughs> Buffalo. You? Oh, Did see? Really? Hey, I have 45. It's all coming around, man. It's yeah. coming I see it. It all makes sense now. <laughs> I had to get out that 45, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's, that's
0: not a good corner number. Oh, man. It's like I, a fullback I look yeah. like, yeah. like
2: a linebacker
0: fullback <laughs> at that corner, but I was moving like a cheetah up here, though. Yeah. I feel like the that that number decision is a big one when you first, when you get in the league. Yeah. Like you pick four. There's a there's a rookie corner in Detroit that picked 46, and it's like, dog, you're <laughs> out, man. You are getting cut. Hey,
2: hey, they gonna go at you, no yeah. matter what. Hey, oh yeah, we going to 45. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, oh hey. no. Hey, they tried to pick on me in preseason. They're trying to go at me. I, hey, I was alert though. I was ready. I was ready. I had a chip on my shoulder and everything. I Still bet. do. Yeah, it's just a healthy sh- a a healthy, healthy chip yeah, now. Man, a healthy. That's
0: the difference. Um so, uh, Kevon Seymour, can people find you on Instagram, Twitter, where, where social media? I don't have an
2: Instagram just yet. Okay. But I'm going to get one, man. Okay, all right. But I'm on Twitter, though.
0: Yeah. So well, hold on, you, you
1: still have the MySpace, though? Is that still <laughs> out there? Yeah, I wish I don't I don't even know where I'm mine is. Guy. I, <laughs> I never deleted <laughs> it. It's probably just, me and Tom are still hanging out yeah. out there. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, got a,
2: I got a Facebook, but I, my email and stuff and all that stuff jacked up. But I, I should yeah. be on soon, so you can find me on Facebook. But I'm not on there. But I'm on Twitter. Every now and then and stuff. Okay? Yeah, just but every uh, now and then. Twitter's yeah.
0: Twitter's a hateful place, man. Like man,
2: it's, Twitter hateful, but it's all right though.
0: <laughs> it's, it's. I feel like every now and then it's good, but then it's like, uh, like there are times when I, like I get it on Twitter and I'm like, I gotta, I, I gotta put this away. For I like a it bit. for the
2: funny videos.
0: Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it's good stuff. so yeah, it's a lot of good stuff on there, man. That's really surprising that you're not an Insta. Like every, I feel like I Instagram never, is like the.
2: I never had one, bro. Really? And then I got Twitter in college because I had a. Fellinger, I had a communication class with uh, Professor Fellinger, and uh, we had to get a Twitter to tweet, and, you know, we would get points and put a certain hashtag mm. and stuff. So then I, I had some fans and stuff, so I just kept it like, man, let me just keep it. Yeah. And I yeah. was like my junior year of college or something like that, sophomore, I don't know. So I just kept it on. I tweet every now and then yeah. and stuff and all that. But
0: Well, it's like in today's day and age, fans can interact with, their, with, with players oh, yeah, so much more than they used to be. Like even 10 years ago, I feel like. There there were just no, you you had no way to get in touch with anybody. Yeah, at all. But now if you're if you're a lady you can slide into people's <laughs> DMs and <laughs> stuff. That's yeah. that Instagram stuff. That's mm-hmm. why Twitter they can't
2: just slide in your DMs. Okay, that's so true. that's the reason why. No, Instagram they just free game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now nah, I'm I'm good off Instagram for now, but I I might get one though to start showing y'all what I do in my everyday life. Yeah. With my daughters going on some new photos J- of that James Badbury always talking about I go on a new adventure every day with my <laughs> <laughs> kids, with my kids and my my lady and stuff. So, but I told James he ain't got to be jealous, man. He can come too. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of adventures are you going on? Just ice cream adventures, heroin, <laughs> Yeah, we will go up to the zoo in Columbia. Ooh, you nice. know, while I got time and yeah. stuff. James is James is real. James. Yeah. He got a few different names though. You when you see him, you can call him James. You can call him Samaj. You can call him Chad. Okay, <laughs> all, right. All, right. So all right. So just all right. keep Good that, that. in right, mind. Yeah. <laughs> Chad. He's gonna be so sad. No, that I know don't that. tell him I said that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll be like, I saw on Instagram that we can call you Chad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm getting him back because he said I was Patrick last year. Okay. He all right. said he was SpongeBob, and I was Patrick. So oh, I'm yeah. getting him back for that. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't Chad is like much that. worse than
1: Patrick. Yeah, so definitely. Right. You one upped him on that. I guess because he got you know
0: bald head. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Keevon, before we let you go, I'm sorry. I just noticed it. You have so many tattoos. Like yeah. it's, You have a ton yep. of tattoos.
2: What? I always keep them covered, though. Well, yeah. I was wearing long sleeves and stuff like that on the field majority of the time. No like, specific reason, No, No specific reason.
0: How many tattoos do you, do you have? Do you have a count on it?
2: I don't, bro. I used to count, but You've now really lost I count. got two full orange sleeves. I got tattoos on my hand, my daughter names, and uh, I got – my whole chest and stomach feel. I got my back. And the back is like a family deal. You know, yeah. it's a, I got a cub, a cup for my daughters. And then, you know, a lioness or whatever, however you say it. A right. lion for female lion for my lady and then the the male for, for myself and mm-hmm. stuff. And so growing up, I remember my mom, like, you ain't getting no tattoos <laughs> and stuff. Like, my <laughs> twin too. don't have any. Really? My twin don't have any. And my, I see my sister start getting some. I remember I came home with my first one. It's a tattoo of my baby sister Essence and my mom Veronica and my older sister Ebony with diamonds around it because you know the women at the times yeah. and still to this so day it looks like s- a bracelet right yeah, yeah. it's a bracelet like super valuable yeah. in my life so I came home with that She's like, oh that's cute my mom <laughs> like <laughs> okay whatever yeah and then my second one I got inside my arm it say God gives his toughest battles to his strong soldiers. So I was going through some stuff, man, at USC, you know, yeah. just stressing. And then my lady told me that. I'm like, dang, that, that set real well with me. So mm-hmm. I went to go get that because I just, I feel like that's so true. Yeah. You know, God not going to put you through nothing. He don't think, you know, you can get through or you, that you can't bear. Yeah. So I got that. And every time just I start going through something or, you know, I had, a, a rough time or anything motivating, I was just going put it on my body, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I still do it to this day. So I got a lot of motivating and quotes and stuff. Did you get the daughters at the same body. time, or did you get one than the so other? So I got Carson. Yeah. I got Carson
1: first, which I didn't even think about it. Obviously, I yep, got Carson, K, which yep. is cool. Both yep. of them start with yeah. K, so now I get
2: it. Well, Kendall, what else you go spell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Carson started with a K. K a r s y n. And I got a Kendall next, you know. But uh. Yeah, man. I, every every cool. time I – all my tattoos mean – I just don't get something like, ooh, I want a tiger. There's a dragon up there. Yeah, right? I, I want a dragon. <laughs> you know, I got a koi fish and stuff. Koi fish got some, you know, some real, some real good meanings and stuff. Yeah. You know, adversity. They know the, no matter what, they go fight and try to get to the top of that river no matter what, man. Right. And they say, you know, when, when they get to the top, they turn into a dragon. You mm-hmm. know, so – they got, yeah. you know, some good meanings to it and everything I everything I got on my body like means something, man. Yeah. And so like you I remember when like I got, an got my right here. Nah <laughs> I remember I got my last name if people all, you go forget your last name. Uh. <laughs> you know, like why you got your last name. <laughs> yeah. But no, I got my last <laughs> name when I realized like I had the same yeah, last name as my mom one. Yeah, you and you met my twin the only one so I'm like, you know what? I'm about to get this tattooed on because yeah. I-, I never forget, you know, I'm about to start a legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I'll, you know, I want a son because you know maybe some days my one of these days when, they, when my daughter get older they might be married and their last name might be gone. I just want a son to to carry on the to, to tradition, the to legacy, to just, to that yeah. you you know, yeah. just to see more. With you too, you know, just to see more and stuff. Brilliant. So. And I'm not saying my son got to do what I do. I right. just want you know the last name to keep on. Uh, to, to you want to air like Game of Thrones? Yep. <laughs> so, the, so the house can live on. I'm not gonna even say something, but <laughs> yeah, I don't even watch that show. Crazy no, I'm not things. caught up, so I'm okay. glad you don't. Right, I'm, right. I'm glad
0: you don't. Uh, i glad you don't want to talk about all it. Right. dragons. <laughs> uh, Kevon Seymour, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is what it is. Part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. We will see you next time on the podcast that's how it ends i guess yeah we'll be looking for
1: that uh, that two three out there oh. year, yeah, absolutely